Greetings, greetings to all our beautiful listeners. Welcome to the Empowerment uh, Podcast. My name is Lungo Mr. Kumalo, and as you know that it is a Sunday, it is Soulful Talk, and uh, we are bringing to you the topic that we started uh, during this month uh, where we are talking on Pursuing Purpose, and uh, we definitely have a, a great guest, as we normally do, but before we go there, this week is a very special week. It's a beautiful week. It's a great week um, because my co-host Um I'm about to allow uh, to greet you. This week is her birthday week. So, so full talk family and the empowerment podcast family help me celebrate Sandazani uh, on her birthday or as uh, this week it's her birthday week. Uh, happy birthday, sis. Uh, over to you. How are you? Oh, goodness, thank you so much. <laughs> Greetings, everybody. My name is Nasipo Tanazani Zulu, and we are back again on Soulful Talks. Thank you so much for the birthday wishes, and I hope you guys have been keeping well, and I'm looking forward to this episode. We're having Natasha, such an amazing woman, and I definitely know that you guys are going to be inspired by her. So please tune, uh, tune in and, and don't go away, because it's all about to go down. Um, yes, as Tantazani has said, we're having uh, Natasha uh, Franciola who will be helping us into unleashing uh, on this topic of pursuing purpose. Um, uh, greetings to you, Natasha. How are you? Good evening, Lunga. It's so good to, to be here. I'm very well. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Very well, thank you. Okay, would you kindly greet our listeners and let us know who is Natasha? Uh, to the person who's listening in, it's their first time listening and hearing of you. Who, uh, who is Natasha? And uh, yeah, just tell us about you. And Sure. So, Natasha, I am a dreamer. And, and for the most part, I, I like to refer to myself as a kind of gypsy, a gypsy of the word and a gypsy of God. Because my work has been so deeply steeped in calling, in purpose, mm. and in a, a life designed with tragedy and triumph. So, Natasha is a whole bunch of roles, really. Um, but for the most part, first and foremost, I am a writer. And, and I, I'm so, so happy to be here with everyone about purpose, which is a big conversation to have. Sure. Thank you so much for such an amazing introduction, Natasha. Um, my first question would be, how would you define a purposeful life? I know you've touched so much on what the purpose is, and in the past few weeks, there are different guests defining purpose according to them. So I'd like to know from your side, uh, how would you define a purposeful life? Well, first of all, in the spirit of life, Tandazani, I'd like to wish you a happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> Very happy birthday week. Um, in fact, we, we both share the birthday week because I'm also celebrating a birthday this week. So it must be something special in the stars this tonight, today. Very much special. Um, so happy birthday to you. Um, the purposeful life. You know, the word purpose is... It's, it comes with a lot. I'm all about the vibration of words, first and foremost. And the word purpose almost feels like a lot of responsibility. 
No, I think a lot of people might shy away from that word because it, it feels like it comes with a lot. It feels like it comes with hard work. It feels like it comes with responsibility. And so to lead a purposeful life could almost feel strange or unachievable. But for me, if I have to chunk it down a bit and break it down a bit for, for our listeners, a purposeful life doesn't have to be something pomp and ceremonious. Um, it can be the small things. You know, it can be in holding your little girl's hand. And if that's all you do every day for 18 years, taking her hand when she reaches out, that for me is a purposeful life. You know, um, I, I don't always believe it has to be this big achievement mm. or, yeah, you know, or having to like have climbed the career ladder and that was your purpose and you actually made it, you know, you became sure. famous or mm. I honestly believe the purposeful life needs to be chunked down quite a bit so that we can realize it's in those micro moments of life. You know, it doesn't always have to be this big ceremonious a hard thing to achieve in the in the foreground um it's it's really about those micro moments so for example if you have to write a poem on a given sunday and the poem has been inspired by nature for example and it's a small poem and it's a sweet poem but it's something that spoke to you and you decide to post that poem and that poem is liked by only one person. It's not about how many people liked or loved that poem. That person liked it and let's say they went and shared it. And they shared it with somebody who shared it with someone else. And you might never know what that poem did for that person that liked your poem. You may have saved a life. You may have changed a perspective. And so in doing that and knowing that and just believing that purpose happens every day. It doesn't always, we're not always aware of it. It doesn't always come our way. You know, it happens every day. And so if you believe in the purposeful life, it's something that we're living. It's a life strategy. You know, it's happening every time. Just us conversing today on this call this is purpose. Mm. Right. So, yeah, I think it's, we should change our perception a bit on the purposeful life because the ripple effects that it can have from a micro moment are huge. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I like yeah. how how you're putting it when you're saying um, purpose is an everyday life thing. It's not an event, but it's something that happens in our everyday life. And I guess that just brings it, you know, to to a whole lot of different uh, points and a different understanding and meaning to it, you know, whereas purpose is now, as you said it, you know, not an event, rather uh, something that happens in our daily life. And that is truly mm. living a purposeful life, you know. And uh, now taking us to this question that, uh, our next question that says, what set you apart in the field of your work? What, what, from everyone who's doing what you're doing, what sets Natasha apart? Ah, you and your big questions. <laughs> it's a lot to think about. Um, you know, 
first of all, I don't, I don't run a solo race in my life. I really believe in the collective. Um, I believe in doing things collectively and consciously. Um, and collaborating, you know, that's really the way I live my journey. But what sets me apart, I think maybe just the fact that I, I live by intuition. I think my, my business is based on an intuition, really. And, um, you know, some of us call it a calling. Um, that word I'm still trying to figure out and unpack for myself. What exactly is a calling? But, <laughs> But honestly, this, this idea of this light inside of you or this voice inside of you that calls you to make decisions, I do believe that that's how I run my business and, um, and I run my life based on that feeling. You know? And so I also filter that into, into my world, into my career. Um, I work with feelings a lot. And, and so, yes, if, if I had to really separate myself from others that might be in my field, it's not just business for me as usual. It's mm. a feeling. Business is a feeling. Um, sure. Yeah, and that's what I believe. <laughs> yeah. It's a feeling. I hope you guys heard that. Uh, funny enough, the next question touches something about calling so I'm not too sure if you're going to be able to answer that but the question was in your journey how have you discovered that what you are doing is what you are purposefully called for so if you can use another word instead of calling or being called it's fine you can answer it like that yeah it's a great segue into this question um sure yeah, I mean, sometimes we think a calling is a voice. Yeah. It's something we hear. It's meant to be big and loud. Mm. But in my life's journey, and I'm sharing it on this podcast, again, I haven't really shared the story. It's it's part of the book I'm writing, um, currently my memoir. Oh, but wow. my calling was through pain. Mm. And, you know, not all of us think that a calling comes through a tragedy or a loss. Yeah. Or yeah. a physical pain. <laughs> and and for me that was a calling. Um I I suffered um a lung collapse, a spontaneous pneumothorax in twenty fifteen. Big word that I had to look up a number of times during the episode in my life. <laughs> Couldn't even spell what the heck was this, you know? My goodness. I can yeah. imagine. And what it is, is it's actually, it's a lung collapse, but it happens spontaneously. And hopefully I'll be able to articulate all the details of this calling, so to speak, in my book one day. But um, the thing was, I always thought my purpose was to be a writer, but also to do some big things, you know, with my writing. Mm. But what landed up happening in, in the terrible near-death experience that I that I went through and nearly lost my life, I realized that the calling was hard and it was ugly and it was brutal. And every day I had to pull myself out of bed and suffer the pain I was suffering was actually my calling to keep going. And so 
when you ask me the question, Tantazani, is the, am I living aligned with my, is my calling and my purpose aligned with what I'm living now? Yes. But I, mm. I've had to work and prepare very hard to be in it. And, sure. and I guess that's the beauty of it as well. There's a dichotomy with the calling. There's this light and this dark. You know, um, mm. calling isn't just like, wow, I've been called, you know. I often <laughs> yeah. think of, I must say, if I go back to scripture and I think of Moses and I think of Jesus and I think of how that they waited many years before mm. they were called, so mm. to speak. Mm. You know, I think we've got this perception in our heads that the calling comes with a voice or it comes with a burning bush or it comes with a mm. but it can come with deep pain. Mm. And, and deep, deep, even anger, anger at yeah. your maker, even anger at your the people you love. It that's all part of the calling because the calling shapes you and it molds you and it breaks you and it builds you. Mm. And that's mm. the calling, you know? <laughs> so yes, we're still living the calling, I guess. I don't think there's a full stop. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I I like how you uh you you you're putting it. You know, for me, it it paints a picture that says sometimes purpose and calling, since we're already touching on it, it's not that big picture at the end, but it is these little things that are building up to that big picture we are seeing. You know. And uh, it, it definitely comes back to this question that now I have to ask, you know, because a lot of us are going through a lot of things. Then how can one know that, that what they are doing or where they are, it is the exact thing that they are aligned, that, that will help them align or they are aligned with their purpose, you know? How can one know that, mm. that what I'm doing or where I am? As I'm doing this mm. thing, these little things, these things are actually setting me up or building this alignment to my mm. actual purpose. So Lunga, I think I could answer that in two ways. The first way I'd like to answer that is with a quote by, by Abraham Lincoln. And he said, uh, supposedly he said, give me six hours to chop down a tree and I will spend four of those hours sharpening the axe. Uh. And my first, my first response to you in terms of how do we know if we're following the right path of our purpose is you should be in preparation every day. You know, that calling is something sitting at the end, right? That's yeah. what we think. It's the, it's the destination. But the calling for me is actually the journey. Yeah. And it's the preparation. You know, I think we're here to prepare for whatever we're preparing for. Every day is a preparation. So you have to have your faith and believe that you're preparing for something. And you just have to keep sharpening that axe before you cut down that tree. You know, and it's consistency in your purpose. It's consistency in your big dreams. Lunga, I know you love to write. So it's that consistency in writing every day because it's leading you somewhere. Yeah. And sometimes we don't see where it's going. Often we don't know. We think, what are we doing this for? Why am I doing this? 
you know, I'm not receiving any rewards. I'm not getting 57,000 likes. Oh, wow. Thank you <laughs> so much, Natasha. That is so mouthful. And thank you so much for putting your heart and opening up for like with so much things. I hope that our listeners are getting so blessed and inspired because remember, empowerment podcast is all about empowering inspiring and equipping you so my last question is uh can you please tell us more about room 206 and what do you do like tell us more about it okay so room 206 we were born in 2012 um and we are a personal personalized uh, boutique writing hub in Johannesburg. We're small, but we have a big heart. Um, and and we build we build brands from the words up, Tandazani. That's really what we do. You know, we work with words okay. every day. We have a deep-seated passion for words, um, literature and marketing. And so how do we bring that deep-seated passion for literature and words? to business and and this is what I've been kind of on a journey for for the last 10 years is actually finding the balance wow. between emotionally driven text with business and so we help brands find their voice their brand voice through the feeling you know and bringing mm. feeling to text and bringing feeling to your website and bringing feeling to your campaigns um, I like to think that gives us the room to a six edge, as we call it. And, and really, that's what we do. But, but as writers, Tandazani, we have a great responsibility beyond that to impact lives. And so wow. at 206, we really do try our best in our own small initiatives, um, like the ebooks that we do, um, like the little uh, events we do, and the, the workshops, the writing yeah. workshops that we do. We want to to help people transcend through the written word and heal. You know, writing is very therapeutic. You know, if you can learn to journal and you can learn to write. That's true. Yeah. The power of the pen to the page is something I could have a whole other conversation about with you. But it's very powerful. (laughs) And I encourage that with everybody in today's times to... When things are tough, when things are hard, use your words. Literally, turn to the pen. Turn to the pen. There are messages in that pen. You would be surprised. And, you know, this is called soul talks, where we honestly believe at Room 206 that when the pen reaches the page, your soul is actually communicating through that pen. Mm. So, so beautiful. Because they're doing super amazing work. Um, I'm super inspired. And I know that one of our best top listeners, Tandile, she's also a writer and she blogs so much. Like uh, she enjoys writing. She's always writing. I know she's definitely going to search you. (laughs) That's like definitely sure. Because she's always inspired by our guest. And for sure, this one uh, relates to her so much. Man, thank you so much, Natasha, for your time. And thank you so much for joining us. Can you please share your social handles? where our guests can find you or like any other person that you'd like to follow you and know more about you and uh, your business as well. Absolutely. So it's Room 206. Our handle, our Insta handle is at Room 206 Writing. Um, website 206.co.za. 
And of course, my personal handle at Natasha Fracciola. Um, and that's where anyone can find me. And please feel free to connect with us, inquire with yeah. us. And we always love to read beautiful pieces. So if there's something that has inspired you in this, in this conversation or even beyond, share a poem with us, share a piece of prose with us. We, we're very big on giving shout outs and, and giving people yeah. a platform for their work. So you are welcome to, to email us anytime or connect with us, DM us. Wow, thank you so much. What a welcoming company. Uh, thank you so much, Natasha. May God keep on blessing you and enjoy your happy birthday. And thank you so much to all our listeners. I uh, hope you guys are going to stick around even next time. We're having this Soulful Talks every Sunday. And thank you so much for tuning in. Be blessed. Thank you, Tandazani. And thank you, Lunga. I have felt so privileged and honored to be in your company today and thank you for giving us the platform and may your journey be blessed with all the good words that this earth has oh, to wow. give you <laughs> thank you so much Natasha <laughs> goodbye <Thank> everybody <laughs> bye, bye.